Welcome to Witches Being Witches. Spiritual besties chatting all things stars, skin, science, sex, and self-love. I'm Tara, Ayurvedic consultant, cosmic witch, and Vedic astrologer. And I'm Emily, qualified naturopath, holistic skin witch, and founder of natural skin and lifestyle brand, The Purist Collection. Witches Being Witches is for the woman who is ready to reclaim her power, dares to take up space, and expresses herself fully. A witch is a woman who embraces nature, its cycles, and knows that she is magic. Welcome, Welcome fellow witch. witch. We are so happy you are here. This episode is proudly brought to you by The Purist Collection, a luxury naturopath-formulated skin, body, and lifestyle brand, supporting you with herbal medicine, flower aroma, and crystal therapy, because what you put on your body is just as important as what you put in it. Available online at thepuristcollection.com. That's the with purist, P-U-R-I-S-T, collection.com. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 25, Solstice Magic. And today is extra magical because not only is it solstice, but it's our birthday. Yes, our one year anniversary. Yeah, one one whole year of the podcast, which is so magical. Yes, I'm so proud of us because, you know, this is a commitment and it is our passion project. Yeah, and it's been so amazing connecting and building our coven not only with our incredible guests that we've had on in this past year but building our community of like-minded witches literally all over the world Mm, and we get so much joy when we hear from you which episodes of you know really touch your heart and yeah just in the coven as well yeah it's been so beautiful every time we get a message or a comment or a review it literally lights up our soul and reminds us why we are doing this so thank you if you're yeah. listening and especially if you have been listening for this past year yeah thank you for supporting us yeah and yeah tuning in yeah and it it always blows me away where I see where everyone's tuning in from as I well know, I know it's so cool we get a little email every week about where we're sitting in the charts but not only in our country but in the world mm. and all of the countries that pop up yes it's so cool so thank you for being here and yeah, yeah thank you f- for connecting as well but also thank you for stepping into your power as mm. a woman and as a witch um yeah. and i think yeah take a second to appreciate and give gratitude to yourself for doing that mm. and we love empowering witches that's literally why we are doing this and yeah to hear that people are feeling empowered yeah and that's so what cool. we're going to continue to do you know those taboo topics yeah and we still want to fuse you know the science with the spiritual that's what we're all about yes and so i'm excited for the next 12 months um totally i agree so I, yeah Yes, and it's a magical, magical day. It really is. And we want to help you harness the power of today, of solstice. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about what solstice actually means. Yes. And the origin of the word comes from two separate words. So sol, meaning sun, which I think most people are aware of. But then the word sistia, which means to stand still. So solstice. Um, And... 
today, depending on where you are in the world, the sun is at its highest or lowest point. So we've got the longest or shortest day of the year. And the sun being at its highest or lowest point for a moment there, it seems to stand still. Mm. So that's where the word solstice comes from and, and why it exists. Yeah, and so from that spiritual perspective, on solstice, the veil between the worlds is said to be its thinnest Mm. and it becomes easier for us to connect with nature spirits and the healing energies of the planet. So this is why it's sort of had this connotation of being like a super natural, like super Mm. powerful, charged Mm -hmm. A couple of days around solstice and so we really want to encourage you um, to connect to nature at this time connect with you know your family your community and then em and i will talk about this later but you know some practices and rituals that you can do totally and so why this is such a powerful time like em has said the earth kind of pauses and it it shifts and moves in that opposite direction. So for the three days around the solstice, we experience this power of that standstill and that shift in direction. Mm -hmm. And I really um, relate that back to when we have like a planet going Mm -hmm. retrograde. Mm -hmm. Um, Those days where it is um, about to go retrograde or about to go direct, it is stable. Stationary, mm. And that is when the planet gains its most um, power. Mm. And so it's very similar with the solstice. So that um, sun standing still is this, I guess, uh, that powerful metaphor for the energy that's available for us totally. to really change direction in our lives with intention. And that's why intention setting at this time is so powerful and how we can build on this energy as we're entering into the later months of the year yeah yeah so it's a really great time for us to use this momentum Mm. tap into this energy and make it work for us yeah i think it's a great time to in ourselves stand still Mm. and review and recharge and renew yes yeah and yeah I, i love that and see reflect as well what has been working what you want more of what you don't want more of yeah (laughs) and so what's not yeah em and i have done a little edit um so Mm. we'll share that with you but i just want to touch more on the magic of this time of year so it's really important to um feel that connection to mother earth at this time Mm -hmm. and so this happens this change four times a year so the energy lines actually move into the same frequency so when we look at our research by the geobiologist Rory Duff he says that the day before solstice is a time where the energetic grid of the planet or what we call the ley lines um all align on the exact same frequency Mm. and so this is said to create waves of harmony and peace and healing throughout the planet 
So this is why it's extra special to tap into this. So, you know, meditations, um, visioning exercises, those type of things. Um, and so for those of you that aren't familiar with the ley lines, like I said, that is like the Earth's energy grid or it's also known as the invisible magnetic lines that crisscross the Earth. So there is a lot of... Um, uh, structures that have actually mm. been built on these ley lines mm. and which I think is so interesting so like the great um, pyramids of Giza, Chichen Itza and like Uluru um, so and obviously Stonehenge some of these really yeah. powerful powerful places and like ancestral like mm. some of these structures are thousands of years old before there was really that perception of the world map and lines and grids Mm. and I think that's I think it's so cool that they are just connected they're on these lines and have been for thousands of years before there was even that full geographical sense and science like there is now and yeah in hindsight we can look back and actually map them all and there's yeah the lines are incredible if you haven't already seen Tara's very passionate about this um topic I don't know if you have gotten that impression but if you jump on google um and look up the images of the ley lines the the way that they crisscross is really cool yeah and it's kind of like some of the points as well as like chakra points for the earth Mm. and as part of the vedic sciences out of the limbs there is what we call um vatsu which is the science of space and Mm. they talk a lot about um creating buildings based around energy and they tap into this Mm. so it's definitely something that um you know we're all made of energy Mm. and so Mm. obviously this is going to impact us yeah so uh, i would love to know if you've been to one of these Mm. um these sites and what you felt yeah because energetically it is enhanced and yeah if you can get to this on the you know around the solstice (laughs) as well that is even more magical. If it's not too late, hop on a flight today, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> yeah, and so these frequencies, um, you know, they linger for a few days and so they're going to help us access the higher dimensions and a higher consciousness. Mm. So again, like let's tap into that. We've got mm. this available um, harm, harmonic reset yep. of the earth. Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, meditation and things like that is going to be really, really powerful. Yeah. And I think just connecting back to nature, connecting to our coven, connecting Mm. to the universe, tapping into that power, and I think really important as well that we connect to ourselves again. Mm. And like we were saying, you know, checking in and seeing what's working and what isn't for us. And this is our life and we are empowered witches and we can take that control yes and we are you know the hero of the story right yeah of course we are and our intention really creates our reality Mm. so i think this is a perfect time for those the check-ins totally yeah and so when it comes to the winter solstice because we're in the southern hemisphere yes so in australia it is winter solstice today yes yeah and so when we're tapping into that 
uh, we can feel a drop in energy because the sun is setting earlier and but what we can do is really honor the shadow self Mm. and we can celebrate that awareness that we have internally Mm. and like we said it's a good time to reset and regain that clarity and then when it comes to the opposite the summer solstice this is the return of light so that um, celebrating that part and celebrating the inner and outer abundance so like we said it's a really good time to honor this cycle and reorganize and revitalize your energy mm, absolutely and i think a really beautiful way whether it is you know for us in um, the southern hemisphere with it being winter solstice it's our longest night and we start to celebrate the fact that the sun is then going to return. And I think really stepping into the power of the sun on solstice, whether you're northern or southern hemisphere, Mm. is so powerful. And like we were saying before about that reconnection to nature, um, really harnessing the power of the sun. So whether that's watching the sunrise or the sunset or marking either with some kind of celebration and whether that's with yourself or with your coven, um, whatever that looks like, and really giving thanks and gratitude to the sun and the power of the sun Mm -hmm. and harnessing and yielding that solar power and solar energy, both from an energetic perspective, but then also um, really mastering that fire element Mm -hmm. as well. So whether that's lighting candles or a fire or um incense or you know burning literally writing down what hasn't worked for us and burning that and letting that go Mm. working with that sun and that fire um is yeah a really beautiful way to harness the power of the solstice i love that em and Mm. when you know we talk about vedic astrology the sun is always seen as the the soul essence Mm. so really yeah leaning into to that and honoring the soul and where the soul wants to go yeah is such a powerful time yeah yeah and when we think about the sun and that color and the soul we kind of line that up when we look at the chakras as that solar plexus chakra so um, the solar plexus is that nice yellow color, um, really bright, cheerful. Um, the solar plexus represents clarity and creativity, um, but also self-worth and self-confidence and control and that personal power and stepping back into that power. And I really like... Um, bringing in the aspect of polarity here from that masculine feminine perspective because obviously we're women so we're really working on on powering and harnessing that feminine energy but when we think about mother earth grandfather son grandfather that masculine energy that the son can bring and that power that that son can bring and i think not only honoring and embracing our feminine but embracing some of that masculine power aspect Mm. and restructuring and um, reassessing our routines and the way that we're living our life and bringing the masculine in in that element as well 
Yes, I love that, Em. And that's what I'm feeling really called to do mm. is to bring in more of that masculine structure mm. to give me more freedom and flow. Yeah. So that is that polarity. Yeah, because that, that balance. Yes, that flow is very like the feminine. Yeah. So still leaving room for that magic mm. um, with that flow. Mm. But yeah, I think that freedom comes from the structure. I agree. And I think there's power in purpose, isn't there? And living mm. our life purposefully. Yes. Um, as you said, really tapping into our soul essence and building that structure, whatever that looks like. And you're, when we say routine, it doesn't have to be some really strict, obscure routine that's not in alignment with your life. It mm. really has to be in alignment. And again, embracing that masculine, feminine balance, I think, where, as you said, T, like there is that space for flow and creativity mm. and receiving that power mm. um, and enjoying that power and harnessing it. Yeah, it's that yes. balance. Yes, I am feeling that. Yeah. And so um, then when we look at the next six months, mm. I know we did our year in review. Yes. I just would like to know where you feel you're at mm. and how you're wanting to realign for the next six months. Like what is yeah. coming up for you? Yeah. Yeah. I set my intention for the year when we did our last solstice episode, so six months ago, and my word for the year was ease. And I definitely think that this solstice has come at a good time because my life has changed quite a lot in the last six months, as life does, I think. <laughs> and especially, you know, universally with the last few years, everything that's been going on in the world. Um, so I think it has been interesting because I think, uh, well, I'm also still in my Saturn return at the moment, so I'm definitely being pushed back into alignment quite heavily and it's been a little bit uncomfortable and it hasn't necessarily felt easeful. So I think now is a really good time for me to work a little bit harder at bringing ease in but working in a different way because I have always been... I think almost too in my masculine mm. in working really, really, really hard. And I think I've kind of hit that point almost of burnout, which mm. I think is quite common when we are too in our masculine. Mm. And now I'm just trying to rebalance. So I think, yeah, again, perfect timing to kind of reassess how I can bring more ease in. Mm. And again, with that solar plexus, when we're balancing that solar plex uh, plexus chakra, it's really about... Um, letting go of perfectionism and I know I've been really honest on this podcast in the past about the fact that I am a slow but sure uh, perfectionism um, giver-upper <laughs> very professional term love it um, I'm a retiring perfectionist um, yeah I, I really I really feel at the moment the call to live and enjoy my life without perfectionism but I know that I still need that balance and again I think that establishment of some kind of routine that aligns with living my purpose mm. and helps me to kind of rediscover and refine that purpose and at the same time live in flow and really let that creativity shine 
And again, that solar plexus really representing our gut and our digestion. For me, I really want to take this time to digest the last, I guess, really few years, but even the last six months. Yeah. And realign with my gut feel and where I want to go with my life. Mm. So I guess that's a very roundabout way of saying that I I still want to work with that word ease, but I want to, yeah, realign and work out the easiest way for me to find ease, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like a, you've tapped into the next level of the ease, like, what, okay, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what is the absolutely. next level of this? It's just steps towards ease. And I don't, I don't, I think, again, there's almost that, um, that perfectionist part of me that's like, well, ease is the end destination. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I think actually ease is just a daily choice, right? Like it's not a final, it's not a final destination. Yeah. Ease is the journey. Yes. And living ease every day, incorporating ease into my everyday life. Yes. Again. Yeah. So I'm going to start, I'm starting it, I'm going down south today. Mm. Um, And Tara and I, I think again, we've mentioned on the podcast before, like down south has such a special place in our heart. So yes. I'm going down to Margaret River today for a couple of nights just by myself. And I'm so excited because, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really beautiful opportunity to get some space and some energy. Perfect. To review and reflect and, yeah. Yeah, perfect timing. Um. Yeah. What about you, T? I know that you said you kind of hinted earlier at the fact that you want to create more space as well. Yeah, so mine was uh, for the end of review was space and really Mm. cultivating that. I feel like I'm shifting it slightly. My intention is refinement. Mm. So I guess it still plays into uh, the space element there, but refining, yeah, what I'm doing with my days and where my energy is and like you am I'm really wanting to create that structure and Mm. reorganizing things Mm. so it can be more um yeah so I can be more in flow yeah I've noticed that I still have a lot left over from working uh in marketing full-time for you know over a decade of this really reactive um yeah really reactive and so like I'm working more on strategy Mm. and how I can implement uh yeah better structures Mm. so everything isn't reactive I've got um yeah time and space yes and I no longer am wanting that that chaos Mm. like I know that sometimes that's unavoidable but a lot of the times I think Especially, I can I can self sabotage, yes. making things harder than they need to be. Yeah. So really allowing that simplicity, and I do quite often ask myself now, how can this like, yeah, where is the simplicity? How can mm. I bring this back? Mm. Um, so that is kind of where I am. So really, yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm in this refinement stage refining where I'm putting my energy refining what I want yeah and yeah so this is a really good check-in for me as well 
And I think that is magic, isn't it, for solstice, being mm. able to check in. And as witches, we work with the cycles of nature. Yes. And, yeah, why not? Yes, and these, um, for my clients, right now, the cosmic energy that we've had in this lead up, mm. my clients are going through massive change. Yeah. Like relocating, changing jobs. Yeah coming out of relationships yeah. like massive massive so if you're having this real um you know redirection right now mm. just know that this is very karmic mm. because this is you know realigning us yeah. back to our soul yeah back to our you know dharma our purpose yeah and so you know surrendering in that mm. and yeah knowing that everything is unfolding as it should yeah I think surrender has been a massive word for this past six months Mm. and I know I can relate to that but then I feel like my closest friends everyone the word surrender just keeps coming up Mm. and yeah I think um it's really comforting what you said T about uh finding comfort in knowing that we are even though change can be so uncomfortable that we are being pushed back onto course. I think yeah. that, I think that's a really comforting idea. Yeah, and it's so foreign to our modern structure in society mm. because mm. I don't know about you, Amber, like I, being in though that corporate structure, it's very much, if it's not working, we'll like yeah. push harder yeah. and figure out a way yeah. that you can force it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> the structures there are, there's so much rigidity yes. in those structures. And so I, we still want and need some structure, but we want a structure because we want to find spaciousness and ease, not because we want to keep pushing yeah yeah it's that discernment it's that really fine tune and I think that comes back to you know being in touch and really like having that you know being in the present moment and really yeah yeah, discerning whether this is um you know in alignment or not totally yeah yeah absolutely um do we want to talk about some rituals yeah, so I really loved your ritual M of the fire. Yeah. So candlelit, candlelit dinner. Yeah. Um, I love the thought of writing your list of everything that you're no longer wanting to accept. Yeah. Or you know boundaries that yes. you're wanting to incorporate, and then really replacing that burning energy Mm. with you know stepping into gratitude of Mm. where you are Mm. and what you've achieved over the last six months Mm. the person you are right now I think really celebrating that Mm. um yeah having a mini celebration for yourself and then writing down what would make you feel uh on soul path to achieve in the next six months yeah like what does that look like and it doesn't have to be like I achieved this it can be like what type of person yeah like how can I get closer to my higher self Mm. Mm. and so especially with the frequencies of the earth I'd really the one of the most beautiful I find practices to do is scripting 
Mm. So scripting is writing down um, from your perspective in the future Mm. what your day is like. Mm. So I used to do this a lot. So I used to write down my perfect day, Mm. like what it felt like, how I would wake up, Mm. what sheets was I in, what colour were they, Mm. what um, my husband was always making a coffee, like, you know, these things, like really um, honing in on the details and then how you're wanting to spend your day and how Mm. you're wanting that to feel Mm. and how that unfolds. And so I would always write a letter um, to my mum and mm. say, like, you know, this is... This is what my life looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so powerful. So I think scripting at this time um, is is really powerful and working with the chakras, like you said, yes. and I think like a practice with the solar um, plexus. I also think uh, a sun mantra as well. Mm. So if you're not already in our Facebook coven, mm. we're going to put some resources in there, some yeah. mantras that you can um, use yeah. for this energy. Yeah. And again, like working with that, that colour therapy almost, working mm. with that beautiful yellow and that brightness and life force energy and your citrus essential oils if you're an aromatherapy fan and if you love your crystals a train is a really beautiful one um and such an abundant crystal as well isn't it Mm. which i think really fits in nicely with this energy and again you said something before tara that actually prompted this kind of download in my mind and you said something about burning energy and i kind of saw this parallel i was talking before about sometimes we can feel burnt out Mm. and i think I don't know if everyone else finds this. I think we all know that I really love summer and the sun. And it's winter right now. It's the peak of winter, being winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. And I think um, it's quite easy to feel run down and tired and burnt out at this time. And I actually really love, um, I guess, the analogy of that fire being burnt out. And now using the solstice and this really strong solar energy today to reignite that fire mm. and build it back up again and really stoke it. Mm. And yeah, bring that purpose back in and light ourselves back up again. I think that's where the magic really lays in today. I love that. And that is magic because we get so busy mm. in the day to day and these days just like whirl by. Yeah. And so I think that's really powerful. Um like yeah, yeah restoking the fire. Yeah. I love that. Reigniting. I'm just like yeah, I'm seeing like bits of kindling, yeah. you know, like yeah. slowly. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Set your life on fire in a really good mm. way. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. I love that. Beautiful. So, yes, we really, really want you to make the most of this potency, fellow witch. And, yeah, we, you know, let us know what you're doing. Yeah. And considering it's such a beautiful day of celebration, we also really want to celebrate our birthday today. Mm. So we really want to share some of our favourite moments from this past year with you. Yeah, and our incredible guests. Yeah, and thank you again for being on our journey so far and we cannot wait to reignite the witches being witches fire today as well and bring you some really cool stuff in this next 12 months. Yes, I'm excited for this. Yep, let's do it.
So we wanted to take a moment to recap some of our favourite moments from the podcast so far over this past 12 months. Yeah, so this one was a hard one, but mine was starting off with episode four, kinesiology and the subconscious mind Mm. with Rach. Yeah. And for me, this was such a powerful episode and I love the way that Rach spoke about connecting to the subconscious mind and how we can live a really authentic life Mm. through that connection. Yeah. I love that episode. With all this stress and we feel pain in our body, we are anxious, we're depressed, we have gut issues, we have hormonal imbalance. And for many of us, we don't really understand why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling. And so kinesiology is a really beautiful way to to connect with your subconscious mind and really draw out what is going on that is driving my pain, what is going on that's driving this anxiety. And often it is, mm. you know, that belief that I'm, I'm not good enough and I need to compensate in some way to feel like I'm enough in some way. And that's going to create anxiety mm. because you're, you're not allowing yourself to live and be your authentic self. And what about you, Em? I think one of my favourite moments was when we did um, our interview with Kiara for episode 10 on money magnetism and she spoke about reclaiming safety in ourself and finding security in ourself because a lot of the reason that we desire financial gain and money is so that we can create that sense of safety and that sense of security. Mm. But she really spoke very openly and very vulnerably about her rock bottom and how she found safety and stability in herself and how she broke through the chaos and found comfort in her breath and her ability to survive that that rock bottom moment, which I found really powerful. One of the biggest tools is learning to create safety in the self detached from money. So that's the number one thing, right? Like we can operate multiple layers of existence. We can be the very real human beings who have to pay our bills, right? Which is like super stressful if you don't have the money. So maybe like, let's go to another realm. Let's go, right? And you get to this place where you might even go all the way into the quantum field and disappear off the face, right? What I like to do is something very like internal, it's really calming and and soothing my nervous system and creating that safety. You can do this in multiple ways, depending on where you're at in in your practice and your journeys, right? There's some people that don't meditate. There are some people that struggle visualizing. There's, so you can do this in separate ways. Um, You can do this on a very external way first, where you actually just go take a bath, go relax, go bring everything down and like link that stability to just because that's what happened with me when they shut my power off in the middle of winter I had a panic attack but my son was there thank god because I didn't want him to see it so I literally had my like I don't know the difference anxiety attack panic attack I couldn't breathe and I was on the floor and I was trying to hide it and my heart was racing and then I felt like a bad drug trip which I've had plenty of so I was like like walking myself through and I was like your heart's gonna calm down it can't stay like this forever it's gonna calm down and realizing that through the chaos of it I was still breathing Mm -hmm. so they shut the power off the worst case scenario happened I was still alive I was still breathing I was still okay so the the key 
especially if we get into a frantic place, is to find that stability within ourselves first. And then for me, one of my favorite episodes was episode 14, Quantum Healing and Rose Essences with Francesca. And I still feel this is one of our most witchiest episodes. Francesca is like the ultimate witch. Ultimate witch. We love her. And so this was a really powerful one for me. And I just love Francesca's story about how she, um, from such a young age, was involved in channeling and how the rose essences Mm. spoke to her and yeah how these rose essences have such this high frequency and Mm. high vibration Mm. and i work with these energies as well and so i just find it so fascinating yeah i spent a a year with her when i was eight and she gave me my first initiation into shamanism Mm. she was a herbalist and a healer in the village where uh, we come from and She taught me um, about the plants and about herbs and how to prepare them, taught me about how nature is a mirror. And it wasn't until uh, adulthood then when I returned and she gave me my uh, uh, final initiations. So that uh, helped shape me into my destiny of my purpose and then I think another favorite moment for me was our interview with Alina for episode 22 on empowered dating and she really um what she really what she said really hit home for me about finding your relationship in the divine masculine and inviting the divine masculine into your life and into your world to really create a sense of abundance so that you don't end up settling for little boy energy (laughs) and instead you look for someone who is going to be capable of surpassing like your Brad Pitt Archangel Gabriel vibe, which is a really hard one, but it does really create that sense of abundance over desperation, which I think is so empowering for those of us single, single witches out there. Yes, I loved that episode. She's such a vibe. <laughs> such a cool witch. Yeah. Any tricky parts of you that are saying, no, like I'm ready to receive, I really want it, I've done the work, like where are they? Go back. The minute that you're like, you know what? Yeah, like it'd be nice to meet someone, but like I'm kind of having fun and maybe like I want to go to London and maybe I want to like move to Costa Rica and oh, there's like all these, you know, men that are after me right now that I just want to date that's when you're ready for a relationship yeah 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 I guess you have to your number one relationship is yeah with yourself and then with the divine world around you right Mm -hmm. yeah well when you're in relationship like with the divine you know with God I mean I think the nuns have it right they just sort of don't really have much fun but (laughs) but when here's the thing when you are kind of sort of marry the divine and say this is like that masculine force like that penetrates the earth mm-hmm. is my masculine you're going to have a lot of masculine in your world so it's not like you're like oh it's just a relationship with myself and I like live this life of going to women's circles and picking flowers and just a life you know without 
the, ma the masculine energy, as soon as you go, no, like I'm already devoted to the masculine energy of the universe, men are going to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's going to be hotties when you go to get coffee, when you drop off your laundry, on the way back from yoga, like, you know, hitting you in the DMs is going to be nonstop and you're going to have that big smile on your face like you do now and it's going to be abundant. I'm speaking from firsthand experience. Um, the two amazing relationships I've had, including this one now, both times I was dating like three to five people at a time. Like I was feeling like I was, you know, the queen of Sheba. I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, like I didn't even realize and it became a surprise each time. Like it, it, it was a pleasant surprise, but again, like my partner, like I adore him. I, I get so scared to think he wasn't in my life, but there's also another part of me that's very like, take it or leave it. Like I, I know I'll be okay. Thank you for listening, fellow witch. We would love to know what your favorite episode has been over the last year. So if you want to tag us and share. Yeah, slide into our DMs. We are at Witches Being Witches on Instagram. Or you can come and share your favorite moment in our coven as well, the WVW coven over on Facebook. And as always, if you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes over the past 12 months, which we really hope that you have, please consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite podcast listening app. See you next time, fellow witch. Thanks for listening to Witches Being Witches. Remember, happiness is the new rich. Inner peace is the new success. Health is the new wealth. And kindness is the new cool. We'll see you next episode.